Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You know, speaking about the sandwich generation, I'm always hungry every time we talk about I this. Knew because we were going to talk about food. Because sandwiches <laughs> make me hungry. The thought of sandwiches make me hungry. But we're continuing our <laughs> conversation about the sandwich generation. Now we're going to dig into it. Um, we're going to take a look at this from the uh, perspective of the fourth commandment to help mm-hmm. us with that. Pastor Tyrell Bramwell. He's pastor of St. Mark's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ferndale, California. Pastor Bramwell, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So what do we learn from the fourth commandment about our relationship with our parents? We are to honor our father and our mother. That's the, uh, the bare bones of it right there. Um, they are a treasure to us, and we are to respect them, honor them, love them, cherish them. <laughs> sorry. I, I, sorry, I don't have the talking stick. It's not my turn. I hear you breathe, and then I want to ask a question. Um, sorry. Um, how, does this, uh, how does this change um, when, we, when we mature into adults and then our parents are, are maturing um, and, and become more elderly? Um, how, does, how does this change, or, do, or does it change? Well, this is wonderful. Um, this vocation doesn't have an expiration date. <laughs> you know, there's, there's not a, uh, you know, honor your parents until you're 18 and then you're off on your own and then forget about them sort of clause <laughs> in this uh, commandment. So, no, it doesn't change. Um, obviously, as our, our lives and seasons of, of our lives change, there may, there may be a specific nuances to how we honor our father and mother. But, um, no, it, it never lapses. It never ends. And, you know, I'm, I, I like to think about this in, uh, I don't know if Luther meant it this way, but as I think about as an adult, how I honor my, my mom and dad. Um, you know, Luther talks about that parents aren't to be deprived of their honor because of their failings. Now, we oftentimes think of that as, you know, their sinful failings, but for an, uh, a generation that's starting to care for their aging parents, we can think about that in terms of physical failings, you know, uh, shortcomings, and even things in terms of dementia and Alzheimer's and some of those horrible diseases that we wrestle with at the end of, age, end of life. Um, just because our parents are starting to lose their, their abilities doesn't mean they lose their honor. Mm-hmm. In fact, we crank up the honor. You know, these are, these are the parents who took care of us when we needed them, when we were dependent upon them, and now here they are dependent upon us. And so it's an opportunity to serve them with even greater honor than before. So what does that look like mm-hmm. from a, a practical perspective? What does that look like honoring your parents in their aging years? You were just giving the example earlier. I think we were talking about uh, you know, when, when your parent needs to go to the hospital and they're so independent that they <laughs> insist on driving themselves to the hospital rather than... Uh, Rather than, than getting some help, right. but but then you know you step in and say no, we'll do it for you. Right, right. There's that balance, of course, uh, knowing what's good and safe for them, and and not overstepping your bounds as the child, but also giving them their uh, freedom as long as they can have it. That's the beauty of this is that and one of the challenges as well as American Christians, we are big on our independence, not just as a nation mm-hmm. but as individuals, and so that creates a particular challenge for those of us with that identity and and it's a good opportunity to teach and to to live out the idea that we are dependent upon one another 
And so for the Christian family who, who knows this, who has been living in this, it, I think it becomes easier than for our unbelieving neighbor when we can look at mom and dad and say, Mom, Dad, you know, I was dependent upon you for a long time to make the choices for me. Can you now trust me to make good choices for you? Mm-hmm. And hopefully there's a, a good understanding of God's word involved there, and it becomes easier. Mm-hmm. How can um, elderly parents, uh, I don't know, how can, how can we maybe teach our, or our elderly parents or talk to them about this, this idea um, if, if, if there's a time when, when they really don't want to give up uh, d- independence and, and maybe it's putting them in danger. Um, the keys to the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that situation. Um, is, there, is there a way to, uh, to I don't know, bring, bring some scripture, theology, some good Lutheran stuff into this to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to uh, help them through that? Yeah, depending upon the... Uh, uh, um, I'm trying to think of personal experience and I know, you know some, I have some grandparents that I can see how my, my parents, and, and this is the example, you know, this is a wonderful thing about mm-hmm. the, the uh, sandwich, sandwich generation is that while we are caring for our aging parents, our children are getting an object lesson, mm-hmm. right? They're being taught how to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I remember uh, my own folks taking care of my grandparents and as long as there was some mental capacity still involved, you can certainly take them to scripture. and. Paul is a great place to go because he gives a little commentary on this commandment in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, 1 through 4, very familiar to a lot of us. But the, the latter half is actually where the child, the adult child, finds some, uh, I don't want to use ammunition in a wrong way, but some, <laughs> some good uh, biblical support. So, uh, you know, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go, go well with you and that you may live long in the land. And now here's what you can tell your parents if they start to resist. You know, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. You know, say, Dad, I know you, you really want that dependence. You want to drive yourself. Uh, don't provoke me to anger now. <laughs> you, know, you raised me in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, and now let me, uh, let me use those tools you gave me to help you. Mm-hmm. You're provoking me, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, try that with a, a, a big amount of caution. <laughs> Be careful. Don't use that like a, uh, you know, don't use it as a, as a manipulation tool. But, uh, but in good Christian order uh, with, and this is assuming, you know, Christian family values and everyone is, is uh, in the word. You can say, let, let me do this for you. Let me help you. I'm not taking your independence. I'm actually... Uh, doing what you raised me to do. Mm. Right, I think the the word you just used, manipulation. I think mm-hmm. we're we as as very independent adults, um we're afraid, you know, as we age that um that someone's trying to manipulate us and take away our independence. We're I, I think just as you said earlier, we want to be so independent. But how do we go about that? with love how do we communicate that so mm-hmm. that it is in love i think is is uh most challenging you know, for us the, uh, some some key words here that we lutherans love to use when we talk about this commandment is well there's cheerful you know this whole thing is supposed to be uh supposed to create cheer within us uh, joy but also humility we have to both parent and child interact with each other with a with a sense of humility cut the pride of cut the pride away, and also reverence, you know, especially for the child, the adult child, uh, caring and honoring for his aging parents. 
there's a sense of reverence that you approach your mom and dad with. Uh, the, th- these people are the greatest treasure that God has given you. Mm. Yeah, and, and here you are trying to serve your neighbor, one of your closest neighbors, um, with, with more than just love. You know, we are to love our neighbor, but with the, with the fourth commandment, we're not told to love mom and dad. We're told to honor mom and dad. So there's a certain uh, God-likeness involved in this commandment that we come before our parents with, a, with an honor to their office, um, and that's what, you know, no matter what, they, what situation they're in with their failings, um, no matter what uh, sort of financial situation they're in at the end of their life, no matter what kind of physical, emotional, uh, mental situation they're in, they deserve nothing but honor. Mm-hmm. We have just about a minute-ish yeah. <laughs> left. Um, but I want to go uh, quickly back to something else that you said about um, uh, our, our children seeing how we treat our, our, our parents um, in the sandwich generation. How, how can we uh, use this example of, of dealing with our, our elderly parents to help teach that fourth commandment to our children? Yes, this is a, it's a wonderful tool for all of us, uh, and if we dis- disregard it, we do our, our own selves a disservice. You know, our children are seeing what we're doing with our mom and dad. They're seeing how our relationship uh, carries out. And so to remember that, for the, for the Christian to remember that, we're actually doing ourselves a, a wonderful service because we're teaching you know, our junior uh, how we would like to be treated mm-hmm. <laughs> when we're older. Right? Um, and so always using that in a way where the children are involved. Um, this is one of the dangers of kind of tucking our aging parents away and, and kind of disre- you know, uh, disregarding them or, or forgetting about them as they're in their own little old folks home kind of a thing. This is one of those dangers. Uh, and there are many ways of, of using our, our system in a good way, but we want to keep the little ones involved in the family and seeing how we care for grandma and grandpa. Pastor Tyrell Bramwell, pastor of St. Mark's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Ferndale, California. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That does it for the Coffee Hour today. Good stuff lined up for the rest of this week. Oh, I meant to have that up in front of me so I could Whoops. announce what's going on the rest of the week. <laughs> that does it for the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Da, 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 da.